Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Live Fit Listens podcast. Today, we're on episode 84. I feel so chill and zoned out not zoned out, zend out. <laughs> like I just feel super relaxed. I had worked out before this, which is unlike me because it is a Sunday. And if you know me, I usually don't work out on the weekends, but I just honestly was not feeling the gym Friday. And so I was like, oh, I'll just do it Saturday. And then Saturday came and I was like, mm, I'm still not feeling it. So I went today. But anyways, I went like earlier around noon. And usually I'm also an evening workouter as well. If you also know me, I usually work out in the evening. And I tend to do that because I feel like it helps me like get whatever I have to get done first throughout the day because I hate like rushing through my workouts and I just find like then I prolong my workout like since I quote unquote work for myself and I don't have to be anywhere at a certain time it's like then I just feel like it ends up pushing my day back if I go earlier but I also feel like after I work out I usually get super relaxed after like I either have two moods either I get super zened out after I work out and I'm like super chill or I get like very hyper it totally depends but today I'm like super zened out. And so I feel like that's also why sometimes I like to save my energy throughout the day for more like creative energy and then kind of finish with the bang and go to the gym. Anyways, super side note, but just so you know, I'm, I'm just vibing out. Not a, It's not a bad thing or anything. I'm just like so chilling, which is perfect because we can just have a casual, nice chit chat today. But anyways, also happy October 1st. It is the 1st of October as I'm filming recording this right now. And I feel like this episode is like on kind of the perfect, I didn't even plan it to be this way, but I just, I've been wanting to do this episode for a couple of weeks now. And I kept being like, mm, it doesn't feel right this week. It doesn't feel right this week. And then this week it does feel right. Then I realized it's October 1st. And I was like, this is actually kind of the perfect time to bring you guys this episode um just in case you want to like implement you know what I'm about to share with you guys for this new month because this has really been such a game changer for me so I feel like this is a great episode to help you kind of reevaluate what you've been doing and how you want to change things up moving forward to really set yourself up for a really good month I can't believe it's already October but I'm kind of feeling at peace with it to be fully honest I don't know how I feel about it being October I feel like I've just been vibing but like September flew freaking by I just get more so I'm not really worried about like now till the end of the year but then I forget like then that implies that there's going to be like a January February March and I always really struggle in those months so I'm like maybe I should think of somewhere to go <laughs> for January February March I don't know um, but anyways I've been so enjoying the fall colors I've totally been enjoying the fall weather and that actually brings me to my gratitude we've been spoiled with the weather lately it has been beautiful fall weather 
like honestly 70 blue windex bluebird skies not a cloud in the sky if you wanted to find one which is my personal favorite weather and I was like wait I, I get it now I get like I can rock with fall if this is fall for some reason I always like have the connotation that fall is like cold and so like you have to have your tea but like early fall time where it's still like warm but cool enough where you can kind of have a long sleeve on with shorts and it's still sunny I can get down with that with all the beautiful fall leaves and all the fall colors right now in Utah are insane so that's what I'm thankful for. We've had such beautiful weather. I absolutely love it. I'm trying to soak it up as much as I can. I feel like this is always the best time of year where I really like to hike the most, honestly. I just feel like it's perfect kind of weather to be outside, but you're also not like dripping sweat in the sun because it does get decently hot here um, in the summer because we still kind of have that desert sun vibe. Other thing I want to let you guys know is that I actually was a guest on a podcast, which I finally released this past Wednesday, and I am like so excited about it. It was such a cool opportunity. That was my first time I've ever been a guest on a podcast ever. So woohoo for some small little baby wins and baby steps. I just feel so thankful for the opportunity. Um, if you, in case you're curious, it's called the I Missed Me podcast, and it's basically super similar, like has very similar themes to kind of what we talk about here. Just like a lot of healing stuff. She does focus on relationships a lot for sure, but more so just like inner healing awareness, you know, just gaining more emotional maturity, emotional intelligence, all that sort of stuff, speaking through mindset. And it was honestly a great conversation. Um, the, the host, her name is Maria. She's super sweet and she's young. She was only like 20, 20 or 21, I believe. And like, I was so blown away with how mature she is. So I, she also really does have a great podcast. If you want to go listen to today, it. again, it's the, I miss me podcast. And if you want to check out the podcast, I'm featured on that would also be really cool it was such a cool experience and I'm really thankful because I feel like I also checked off a little goal that I had this year so that was a really cool experience and I want to let you guys know in case you were interested in in hearing it and hearing me being the one that's actually being interviewed for once so all right let's get into today's episode today I really want to sit down and talk with you guys about my daily non-negotiables now this has been something that I've been very strict with because I guess like the past, like a month ago, maybe, I don't know, anywhere between like three and like five weeks ago, I was like feeling really low. Like the days where you're like tearful, like I just felt like nothing was working. I kind of felt like a failure essentially. And just like, I just usually when I feel like that or when I get to that point, because that was the first time I'd felt like that in a long time. It's usually when I'm neglecting my routines, my self-care, you know, the practices and routines that I do to take care of myself, to nurture myself and really make sure that I'm you know, taking control of my mindset and having awareness and living intentionally. So usually when I start to feel really down like that, it's usually when I'm not doing those things rather than actually fully, you know, being because of certain results or something that's making me feel that way. If that makes sense, it's like total internally of me not taking care of myself. That makes me feel that way rather than like external outcomes that are making me feel this way. So kind of from that point, I was like, dude, I really need to pull myself out of this hole because I always know that like it, it's always starts with your mindset. And so from that kind of point forward, I've been super kind of cutting the BS with just my just my mental routines and taking more control of my mindset because always when I'm the happiest, when I feel the most fulfilled, when I feel the most vibrant, when I feel the most energetic, when I feel the most grateful, when I feel the most abundant and successful, truly, it's when I'm really, really being very intentional with my thoughts, with how I'm living and how I'm taking care of myself. So I've really been on this train again of like trying to re realign my thoughts. Like again, 
with this, like this is always a practice. This is something that we're kind of constantly refining. And yes, the goal with these non-negotiables that I'm going to share with you guys. And yes, the goal with taking control of our mindset is to rewire our subconscious, is to release limiting beliefs, right? To help us have a more flourishing mindset with ideally the end goal is to not have it take as much work and have it take as much intention. But again, like what I'm saying is it still does take repetition over and over again. And this does take continuous attention. I don't even necessarily want to say work. It's not like for the rest of your life, like you need to put in a thousand times efforts to have a prosperous headspace. It's much easier for me to get into a healthier headspace now than it was when I started this mindfulness like three, four years ago. It's much easier to do show. So, but it still takes kind of coming back to myself and kind of being that putting my hands kind of there to help guide me to stay on the track. You know, I can coast for quite a while, but there comes to a point where I end to kind of weave into other lanes and I, and I stop kind of going straight where I want to go. Right. So it, that's kind of how I'm visualizing. Like sometimes it takes myself, like putting my hand on the track to kind of get my car back on in the middle of the lane to keep going forward. So it's kind of being like a guide mentally to help guide yourself to stay on the path of like these really prosperous thoughts. So it does take some repetition. And I say that for you guys not to be down on yourself. If you find yourself having some recurring thoughts or self-deprecative thoughts or doubts or fear, all that sort of stuff like that is still normal. That is okay. And it just takes you kind of coming back and guiding your mind again towards being in the right direction. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you guys my four daily non-negotiables and why I made them be a non-negotiable. And this doesn't have to necessarily be solely like for me, these all have to do with my morning routine. I'm a huge morning routine gal. If you know me, it's no secret. Like I'm forever going to be an advocate of like how you start your day. It like dictates the tone of your whole entire day. So I'm so big on morning routines. I'm so big on, you know, just taking control of your thoughts early because that's where you kind of set the tone for the momentum for the rest of the day. And also when you first wake up and right before you go to bed, that's where our brains and our thoughts and our belief systems are the most malleable. That's when we're closest to our theta brain waves, which is really close to the subconscious, which is where we store all those subconscious beliefs, everything we've been taught things like that. And we subconsciously right act from those programmings every day. So much of what we do was on autopilot. I think it's like 95% of the things that we do throughout the day is acted from our subconscious mind, which means things that we're not even aware that we're doing. We're not even consciously thinking that we're doing it. It's just like habit. It's ingrained in us. So really the key to meaningful change in your life is tapping into your sub your excuse me tapping into your subconscious mind really changing the narratives that you have there so they're self-serving narratives because that subconsciously is going to be dictating how your day and ultimately your life pans out because of that so you know doing mindfulness either in the morning or if you prefer right before you go to bed like I'm saying those are the close that's the time where our brains are closest to our theta wave state which is essentially when we're closest to our subconscious mind so if you're looking to make a change in your subconscious mind you want to be kind of where that veil is the thinnest. And so those are some really prosperous times to do that. So for me, I'm huge on doing this in the morning because I find when I try to do things at night, I just am kind of too tired. If anything, I get more emotional at night. So like that's maybe where I'll tend to journal if I'm feeling really something heavy on my heart. But for me personally, I really like to do my mindfulness in the morning, first thing to start the day to really set the tone for the day. And I know that so many of us listening, we definitely have an itch for betterment. We definitely have a passion for self-improvement. Like I would imagine a lot of us 
have a desire to be successful. And whichever way you define that to be, that doesn't have to be materialistically, that doesn't have to be a certain income, this doesn't have to be a certain job. But I'd imagine a lot of you guys want to feel a sense of fulfillment and abundance and success with your own definition in your life. And I think that's like kind of the million dollar question, especially in your 20s, is kind of like, how do I get there? How do I create this life for ourselves? And like so many people think it's like this big piece to the puzzle that we're missing where it's like, ah, if I just do this, once I learn this, that's what's going to change everything for me overnight. And that's really not the case, especially when you think of these words of like manifestation, right? such a huge topic. And I think there's a huge misconception where people think it's kind of like, oh, you know, you say that you want this, you wave your magic wand and poof, it shows up the next day, which I'm not trying to take the magic away from life because I am someone that so believes in the magic of life and there's magic everywhere. But it's kind of in, in the sometimes I feel like it's taken out of context, I guess is the correct way to put it. And like, for me, I so believe to my core, I know to my core that true success and having your manifestations come through, that comes from what you're doing, the micro actions that you're doing on a daily scale. It's not these big things that you're doing once a year, right? Manifestation is a constant, constant thing that you're always doing. It's not you writing down in your journal on a full moon, three things that you want to manifest. It's not you doing the three, six, nine method. It's not you putting something under your pillow and wishing on a star, like manifestation. This is something that's been so clear to me. And like, especially recently, you guys, I've really been coming into like a really more clearer picture of what manifestation truly is and the steps behind it. Um, but it's really all about the action steps that you're doing every day. It has to do with your beliefs that you have every day, which kind of tying this into that subconscious chat that I just spoke about, which I promise all this is going to, all this, plays residence into this not daily non-negotiables and basically just explaining why these daily non-negotiables are so imperative and why they are so crucial even though they're only four steps in the morning but why they're so crucial towards creating my dream life and towards having a state of being that feels really fulfilling and really happy. And so it's these micro actions, right, that are then affecting and impacting your belief systems, your narratives, what you feel like you're worthy of, right, your self-concept. And based off of all those things that I just listed, those are what you are subconsciously acting from. If you feel like you are unworthy of working on Wall Street, it is never going, if that's like truly rooted in your belief system to your core, subconsciously that you don't even think about, it's just in your belief system, you are never going to apply for a job on Wall Street. Like, and again, then, then therefore dictates your reality because who knows if you actually are capable of working on Wall Street, but it's your belief system that's restricting you. If you didn't have that belief system, if you thought you were smart and you have so much to bring to the table and you said, F it, I'll apply to a job on Wall Street. You get it. You end up living your dream life, super successful, super fulfilled, all this sort of stuff. It's basically just like all these belief systems are what basically dictate your subconscious course of action that you take, which then accumulates into the life that you're living. So these daily actions are huge. And this is really where manifestation starts. It's the routines that you're doing every day. It's what you're doing to help to, you know, create a more prosperous headspace for you then to become more aware of the opportunities that are around you for you to be able to go in the direction that you want to be going in life. And this is also another perfect example. And then we'll get into these daily non-negotiables. I was just driving home today earlier from the gym and I looked over to my right and I was like, oh, that's a Wells Fargo bank. And I was like, I've driven past there countless, countless, countless times. I've never really put two into like, if you had asked me 
I would have been like, oh yeah, I think that's well, like I would have maybe known, but like I never, it didn't like click for me. I never really paid any mind to it, right? I was never actually like aware to it. It didn't really stick out to me because it just wasn't something on my radar, right? I personally am a Chase user. I use a Chase bank. So I know where all the Chase bank locations are in my town. This is kind of the example of what I'm saying. Like, I it's not that Wells Fargo never existed before. It's just that I never even had awareness to it. I wasn't thinking about it, so it wasn't in my perception. That's not to say it doesn't exist, right? It just wasn't in my perception because I was closed to just Chase Banks because that's where, that's as far, that was the bandwidth of my perspective, of my perception, right? And so that's what's so amazing with mindset work, which is why I'm so passionate about this on this podcast, doing mindset work, helping to expand your self-concept, helping to expand your self-worth that you feel, helping to helping yourself um, fully believe in the limitless potential that you have. All this helps to expand your perception to then realize, well, there's actually so many different choices of banks in my town, but I never would have known that because I just was always a chase user, right? And so that kind of is an example of like you, me always being a chase user. That could be me I've used Chase for years. So like that is in this metaphor is like kind of the equivalent to just the um, mindsets and beliefs that you've adopted just from growing up, from what your parents told you, from what bullies told you in high school about yourself towards limiting beliefs of your school counselor that you adopted. Those are kind of, that's the analogy of only thinking there's Chase Banks out there and that's kind of your lane. When really there's so many things out there. There's Wells Fargo. I don't even know the other banks that are here, but there's so many different other banks in your town or whatever. And that goes to show that speaking on behalf of in this metaphor of like all these different opportunities and things that you can do in your life and things that you're capable of and all these different blessings and opportunities that are around you, but you just don't necessarily always see it because your perception is so narrow. So that's what I'm so passionate about with this mindset work is to basically open up that perception, excuse me, because I do believe that we have so many opportunities that are available to us constantly, but we don't ever come into alignment with it. We don't notice it because we're not necessarily paying attention because we haven't opened up our perception. It's like me. I drove past that bank time and time and time and time and time again, but I didn't even open up my perception to look around for new banks. And you basically telling yourself I am successful looks for, it opens your brain up to look for different ideas and avenues and opportunities for you to confirm that you are successful opportunities for you to be successful in. Right. So I think that's huge. And that was a really huge analogy that was on me this morning. So we're getting into these daily non-negotiables. So all of these are super, super simple. I'm just going to say it. None of them are reinventing the wheel, but I just want to share with you guys what I'm personally doing. But again, anything that you feel like really helps you feel good. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's an early morning gym session. Maybe it's listening to a certain kind of music. Maybe it's a morning shower, anything for you that makes you feel good. I honestly actually want to start this podcast for you. Like maybe pause me if you need to, if you want to journal with me really quickly here, pause me and think of things that actually make you feel good, that make you feel inspired and not necessarily relaxed, but like things that make you feel inspired, makes you feel empowered, makes you feel in your power, makes you feel limitless, makes you feel alive, right? Makes you feel abundant. Think of things that make you feel that way. Okay. And then see how you can incorporate more of those habits of those action steps throughout your day 
to keep you feeling in that space because the closer you can feel stay to those emotions that's when you're going to perform better that's when you're going to create better that's when you're going to work better and that's what's going to help you basically just live a better life more fulfilling life etc so my first I'm going to do this in order to how it happens and these don't include my classic like I still I make my bed every day but that's something I've like always done I brush my teeth so like it's not stuff like that it's things that I feel like I wasn't doing that I needed so Number one is no phone in the morning. I got sloppy with this for a second there. I would still kind of go on my phone or I would do like Wordle, but I wouldn't necessarily check social media. Sometimes I would check social media. Like I was, that's what I mean. I started to get loose with it. Like there was a few days where I would just would get on my phone, but I wouldn't be on social media. And then it would kind of some days like, oh, I'm just going to go on Instagram real quick and whatever, whatever. I am someone who cannot go on my phone in the morning. Definitely specifically social media more so than anything. But still, even if I get an email, right, that I'm not like super stoked on, it's like the first thing that I see in the morning. Are you kidding me? I'm like, blah, you know, like then it already is altering my state of being for that day where it's already triggering an emotion in me that was a reaction to my day rather than me dictating and having time to think about how I want to feel for the day, right? And for me to set the intention for the day of what energy, what emotions do I want to go in today with? So it already also sets you in reaction mode and defense mode towards the things that are happening throughout your day when you're like checking your email, checking your text messages, things like that. And then specifically when you go on social media, man, there's already so much different conflicting energy on social media. You could see a very positive post. The next post is a super sad post. It's like, again, just all this external data that has nothing to do with your present moment right now that you are automatically absorbing that isn't necessarily self-serving. Like I am so, this is such a huge one. If I had to pick one thing on this list, I kind of feel like I would do no phone mornings, honestly, because it just is so it's so incredibly huge for me. And it's like, I'm again, huge believer in energetics. You guys know I had that very big spiritual side to me. You're already creating energetic leaks in your aura. You're already giving your energy to people that aren't even in your real life by seeing their content, interacting with their content, seeing what they're doing. You're already comparing, right? You're already seeing like, oh, this person already did this and I'm still in bed or whatever, whatever. Or you see something and you're like, wow, that person looks so bad in that picture. It's like, you're already you know what I mean? It just is creating these judgments, this comparison, you know, maybe you're forming thoughts that are just like ugly thoughts to be having that now like you're like having first thing in the morning, which like I said, our brain is most malleable. So it's like you're already affirming these thought processes in your subconscious already like this early in the morning. Like, how is that productive? Right? Like, I don't want to be filming my sub filling my subconscious with ugly thoughts already in the morning. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, there's a million and one reasons why I would say to stay off your phone in the morning, but specifically social media. Like for me, it just, I need to be off it. And it, it allows me, it gives me the space to say, how do I want to show up today? How do I feel today? Cause to be honest, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm fine. And then I go on my phone and I feel shitty because I saw something that was sad or I saw something that was irritating and bothered me or I got jealous of something or just like something stupid. It's like I I wouldn't, you know what I mean? It like already, you know what I mean? It like set my day off on a negative tone when it didn't have to be, when I was already naturally on a good tone for the day. It's like, it's just something that you're giving your power away to at the end of the day, especially so early in the day. Like, why do you got to give your power away? Why do you already got to clock out so soon? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you're giving your power away so early in the day. And so when you do that, it's like, how do you expect to have your cup full for the rest of your day? When you have tasks at work to do, when you have kids to take care of, when you're trying to be a good friend, it's like, you need to do what you can really especially in the morning to keep your cup full 
And even aside from that, sometimes if I don't see anything like good or bad, like didn't really trigger like a crazy emotional reaction, like I just always tend to feel drained. Like first thing in the morning, if I'm on my phone and even if I lay in bed for a bit, like I just do not feel more energized. I always feel way down. I always feel, feel dreary. So for me, no phone is huge in the morning. Next thing that I do, so then I go brush my teeth. Well, then I get out of bed, make my bed, whatever. Then I go brush my teeth. So then my next daily non-negotiable, because this is habit stacking. Hello, Atomic Ab- Habits by James Clear. I thought I was going to forget the author's name. And so I'm doing a little habit stacking moment. So since you're already brushing your teeth, you know, you're already staring at yourself in the mirror. I decided to habit stack affirmations with that because I'm I'm past the point of like affirmations, writing it down on paper. I have a great way to start. You know, write it down in a sticky note if you want, journal about it if you want. I'm still for it. That's where I started. But for me, what really has genuinely changed my life and when I'm like literally like, holy shit, I'm actually quite literally speaking my reality into existence is when I'm saying affirmations out loud into the mirror. I cannot tell you guys like to the T. It's scary how much when I'm saying certain affirmations, my reality will confirm it. And I'll interact with people who are basically affirming to me. I'm where I'm like, I literally just told myself that I am that this morning. And you just told me that I'm that like it's insanity. So not only like, does it help my mental space where I feel self-worth and for me now, just full transparency, I use affirmations now more so for me stepping into more so in like the workplace and like the goals that I have for myself, the life I want to be living, because I do feel like I've done quite a bit of inner work where I do feel like I'm not struggling as much anymore with that self-worth, with understanding that abundance is a birthright, with understanding I'm deserving of, you know, of everything that I desire, with understanding that I'm capable of anything I desire, you know, so I've done a lot of that internal work with like my confidence, my self-love, my self-worth. So now I'm using these affirmations more for me to declare my lifestyle, my um, work, things like that. So again, basically you can attune this to whatever, however you want to use it. But literally, for example, I, a big one that I say, which this was something that I've said since day one, since before, like this was the affirmation that I said to get me to being a full-time like content creator. I swear I would every morning look at myself in the mirror, in the eyeballs. And I think I did it every morning and night at that point. I said, I'm a full-time successful influencer and YouTuber. That was just my affirmation. I just declared the person that I wanted to be. And something for me with affirmations, I help more with like process affirmations. So I'm not necessarily saying like definitive like numbers or measures or anything. It's like I my my affirmations mainly focus on me embodying the person that I want to become, if that makes sense. And then basically kind of the the perks that inevitably come as a result of that come just by me being in that embodiment essentially so that was literally the affirmation I would tell myself and then lo and behold like I'm not kidding you guys then like that summer I blew up and it was crazy and and now I've been you know I still say that to myself to this day because I still sometimes struggle with imposter syndrome and things like that and so I was saying that recently again same affirmation I am a full-time successful influencer and youtuber and I was in Walmart the other this was captured on the blog on the vlog, I was in Walmart this, excuse me, the other day. And this little girl comes up to me and she's like, Hey, are you a YouTuber? And I was like, hi, yes, I am. And I say that cause that's like the perfect example of the uni confirming 
Because this is the other thing. The universe is always conspiring to help you with your dreams and desires. Whatever you want, wants you. You have that desire in your heart for a reason. There's a reason why I want to be doing this, where my sister couldn't be caught dead doing this. And there's a reason why that same sister wants to be a veterinarian and I would want to poke my eyeballs out doing what she does every day. It's like we have these desires in our hearts for a reason. It's a part of our soul's contract. And so with that story, like, with this, when you say these affirmations and have, you know, instances like that, that happen in your everyday life. Yes, she was completely a stranger to me. And like, to me, that's, I use those as signs from the universe that the universe is guiding and helping me towards basically bringing that affirmation into fruition, essentially, and helping me really embodying that and, and just kind of affirming that to me like yes you are whatever you declare that you are essentially so that is so cool and like another time I remember um this was a, like a year ago now but I remember one of my affirmations was I have like irreplaceable and irresistible energy and I kid you not I literally got a YouTube comment like two days later that was like your energy is so irresistible who even says that like you know what I mean like it was so niche like the the literal describing word I use and I got a literal like comment word using the same verbiage that I use in my affirmation back to me. So again, people, different techniques, different things are going to work better for different people. Maybe, um, journaling really helps certain people more. Maybe meditating helps really certain people more, but like for me speaking, the, the, like these affirmations help me so much with really with manifesting with, with really bringing my dream, you know, reality, to come into fruition, really just declaring things. Oh, another story, okay, about affirmations. There was a time, you guys know I'm obsessed with Alphalete. There is, you know, for a good bit, that was a part of my affirmations in the morning was I'm an Alphalete athlete, I'm an Alphalete athlete. And it's, I kind of, you know, I met the owners earlier this year. They ended up sending me a care package. I was kind of in contact with an athlete manager and nothing really, it just like fizzled out. There was nothing really, there just kind of wasn't a follow-up on their end with it. And I just kind of let it go because at that point I was like, I'm right in front of their face. If they still don't want to like jump on the opportunity to work with me or whatever, like I, I just didn't want to force anything. And I was like really open to the universe, you know, guiding me towards whatever they felt like was a great fit. And like, I couldn't be more in their face than I am right now. And if they still didn't want to work with me, like maybe it's just not the right time. Like I can't force that. So I really just let it go. And then about a week ago, I started to say the affirmation again. I think I literally only said it one or two days in a row. And I just said, I'm an athlete athlete. I go to the gym. I'm talking to one of my guy friends there and we talk like decently regularly. So I say that because it's like, there are so many other opportunities for him to have said something. And it was this day specifically that he asked me, he's like, Hey, by the way, are you sponsored by Alphalete? And I literally was like, and they were just kind of talking. I was like, no, like a lot of people think I am because I genuinely wear them all the time just because I love them all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like told them the background story. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you should definitely try to reach out to them again. Like, he was like, you definitely would be, he just was basically saying like, you would be a great fit. And like, there's definitely potential for you to be able to work with them. And for me, again, I was like, uni, thank you. Like, was that again, confirmation from the universe? Like saying that, you know, giving me the nudge that I need or encouraging me that like, you're really close to being that or whatever the case may be. Like it was just just another thing, whatever it is at face value, it still was just insane that like I had just started saying that affirmation again. And that same day, someone comes up to me and asks like, Hey, do you work with Alphalete? So it's little things like that, that are micro confirmations from the universe and how powerful speaking things into existence really are. And again, it's not like I say these things in the next day, like Alphalete reaches out to me, but it's like little things like that, where I'm slowly attuning my frequency towards a life that I want to be living and towards declaring things that I want, you know, in my life and the person 
person I want to be, the person I want to embody. So affirmations are huge. They also help me with feeling just super hopeful, reminding myself of my power, of what I bring to the table, of keeping my spirits up. Otherwise, my mind gets away from me, you guys. I will have negative self-serving thoughts. I'll speak down to myself. I'll feel hopeless. I feel like I'm failing. So it's so important, again, kind of on this manifestation theme here. It's like you need to feel the emotions of how you would feel like if you had all your said desires now in order to get into the alignment with them. It's kind of like if you, and I feel like this is a whole episode on manifestation, which was not the intention here, but like, it's kind of like with every service there is, you have to like do your service and do it well. And then like in order to then get paid, it's like so many people are just expecting their manifestation or their dream lifestyle or their partner or whatever, just to like show up and then they'll feel like they'll feel these emotions and then they'll feel like they'll, you know, they'll do the work to align with whatever that manifestation is. It's like, you need to do the work now. You need to be that person that would have that manifestation now in order to then become into alignment with that manifestation. Cause right now you're not acting in alignment with that manifestation, hence why you don't have it, right? You're, you're not ready for that responsibility because you haven't stepped up who you are as a person to be ready to take on that new responsibility or live that new lifestyle in that new timeline because you haven't up-leveled yourself essentially. So it's like so many people think that they need to wait till they get their manifestation to then feel XYZ, but you have to feel XYZ now to then be at that same level and then meet your meet your manifestation. It's kind of like what I'm thinking of it is if you're like in a hotel, if you're on level one, but like your manifestations that you're wanting are on level five, it's like you can't sit there and be waiting for your manifestation to come down from level five to level one and you not do anything, right? Like you need to put in the work, you need to feel inspired, you need to gas yourself up and say, yes, I can run up these five flights of stairs. Yes, I can make it up to the fifth level. You know, yes, I have what it takes. Those emotions, those those feelings, those thoughts of like abundance, of worthiness, of capability, like that's what then allows you to up level literally from level one to level five then when you're on the same floor then you can go shopping for all your manifestations that are on level five you know what I mean but first you have to come into that same alignment with the level of the things that you're wanting so affirmations helps me so much with really up leveling Okay, number three, my third daily non-negotiable is to chug water. This doesn't seem like a huge one, but for me, this helps me so much. I feel like, again, this might be a placebo thing or this might be just like another, more so in regards to that, it's just like another routine thing that like helps me be on the path towards like doing things that are good for myself, checking things off of box. But like when I am on my water intake, it helps me so much, specifically in the morning. So I try to chug probably about like a fifth of a half a gallon. I know that's so specific, but I have a half a gallon water bottle. I'll probably chug around like a fifth of it. And that just, I feel like helps me so much with, again, checking something off the box, fueling my body, doing something that's good for my body, nourishing my body. And then also just helps to remind me to drink more water throughout the day, which always helps with just my mental focus, brain fog, like being more mentally there in what I'm doing. So for some reason, chugging water always helps. It also helps me like make smarter decisions throughout the day with what I'm eating. Because also sometimes when I wake up, I'm someone who's like hungry when I wake up in the morning. I'm not the person that like waits till noon. I'm hungry. So I feel like it also helps me just to like take a breath for a second because sometimes if I go downstairs, 
I also am someone who tends to have like breakfast appetizers. I snack while I make my breakfast. And so like if I have something really sweet or like then that like sets my palate for the day, if that makes sense, and then maybe I'll have more of a sweet tooth and I'll be wanting more like cookies or ice cream or whatever throughout the whole day. So like having water first thing in the morning helps like neutralize my palate helps to like give me more satiety and nourishment in a way to then make more balanced decisions throughout the day. I don't mean that by like neglecting your hunger cues at all. I just mean that by like neutralizing your palate essentially to like then go from there and make like actual center grounded, mindful decisions of what your body wants and what you want to eat rather than like, you know, just grabbing something because you're starving or hungry or whatever you know what I mean like just completely unintentional so chugging water just always really always helps to make me feel good not a huge not a huge mindfulness feel about that one. Oh my gosh wait oh I skipped one okay anyways well I guess it's actually in the same order that's fine okay number four because this still is usually the order of how it goes number four also chugging water helps me so much to wake up like if you're also someone who's trying to quit coffee for whatever reason chug some freaking water when people ask me like oh I need my coffee like what do I do if I want to like wake up do freaking breath work, chug some water and go outside. You will not ever need coffee. Like it wakes me up so much. Anyways. So number four, lastly is mindfulness. I can't believe I skipped right over this. Oh, also I literally have, if you're watching on YouTube, I literally have a whiteboard by the way of, I have these written down on a list. It says my daily non-negotiables. And I have this completely written down with a checkbox on it. And I check them off every morning as I'm doing this helps so much as well with like kind of triggering healthy dopamine throughout the day of like getting the ball rolling of like productivity and things like that. So if you have a, like you should be writing this down on a whiteboard, on a sticky note, on something and make this list every day. It also really helps you with following through with seeing it every day. This is a huge thing. And then also at the end, I have a little affirmation. Like mine says you are so successful and abundant just because lately I've been struggling with that department specifically. So circling back number four mindfulness this is huge for me again for some people this might be going out for a nature walk this could be anything of course use your own intuition listen to your soul of what really fills up your cup for the day but mindfulness is huge I've also been really into my human design and um mine I forget what section it was in but it basically said that like I get really recharged and refueled in stillness in quiet time and meditation I was like oh my gosh this is like I've been loving human design anyway. So for me, mindfulness is something that really fills up my cup. I get so much clarity. Oh, I think it was saying that in terms of me making decisions, like I get so much clarity from sitting in stillness and meditating. So ideally, when I say mindfulness, ideally that is meditating and I've been way more, I honestly want to say devoted to my meditation practice lately. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing, but even just 10 minutes of maybe some breath work, focusing on my breath, um, practicing gratitude of maybe repeating a mantra, sitting with my eyes closed in stillness. I've been putting on meditation music that really helps to get like emotions flowing and really heightens the experience. But sitting in stillness is huge for me to get clarity. It helps with eliminating those negative spirals. Like, you know, when you just spiral mentally and you think things are so many things are wrong, you think you're failing, you think things aren't going to happen. You have doubts, you have fears like mindfulness personally helps me stop that spiral immensely. Breathwork helps me stop that spiral immensely. Um, it helps me really 
really get present and it helps me remind myself that everything that I need and anything that I want is truly right now in this present moment. I'm safe. I'm at peace. I feel fulfilled. I have my place in the world. Like it really reminds me of the things that matters by pulling me into the present moment and it's truly priceless. So that's a big thing for me. Even if I like if I stay over at my boyfriend's house, I feel like this is actually very, really real because I bet you there's a lot of you guys that are in relationships too. And like I find I've found it hard to stay on my mindfulness routine when you're like not in your home or like you're waking up with someone, you know, so like even for me, I will still just go since it's been really nice out in the morning. I'll go outside and I'll just sit in a chair, do my deep breaths things like like um, excuse me repeat things that I'm grateful for in my head I'll go over some mantras I will do some affirmations in my mind and again it's just like 10 minutes where I'm just in stillness it doesn't have to be this huge thing like I used to do like 30 40 minute meditations which is great that was more so when I was in one of my like awakenings um but I don't it doesn't have to be every time is all that I'm saying and so just kind of getting that stillness helps me so much with realigning my thoughts calming myself down quieting my mind throughout the day I find I don't have my mind run away from me so much throughout the day. I find my negative thought spirals are so at a minimum throughout the day. So that is like my ideal is some sort of quiet time. However, at the very least, mindfulness can be journaling. I may be writing a gratitude list and maybe I'm also writing some affirmations for the day. Maybe mindfulness is um, just listening to meditation music. Maybe it's picking up my space for the day, right? Sometimes my room gets messy and so I'll reorganize things. I'll declutter. Something that helps me feel nourished and cared for but there's basically I have time where I'm focusing on me in a way right I'm not looking to external sources so that is a huge thing right it could be meditation like I'm saying could be journaling could be a gratitude list could be writing more affirmations down it could be cleaning your space right it could be going for a mindful walk things like that and sometimes it's even listening to a podcast for me sometimes that's like on days if I have like a really busy morning I'll like do something to help me feel like I'm filling up my cup in a way I personally love podcasts though that actually could be like a four and a half for my daily non-negotiables I've been trying to ask after I finish meditating, I will immediately turn on that like immediately. But like when I'm done with that whole shebang, if I'm doing cards, oh yeah, that's another thing. Sometimes mindfulness is me using my cards, which by the way, I've been getting so many questions on what cards I use. My cards are linked in my Amazon storefront, which are linked in the show notes of this podcast episode and in every single YouTube video. Um, this is also is on YouTube again. It's Live Fit, the Live Fit Listens podcast on YouTube if you're more of a visual person. But a majority of all of the decks that I that I have that I can find on Amazon are listed in my um, Amazon storefront. But anyway, so what was I asked? What was I also saying with that? I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, but yeah, four point five is like after I'm kind of done with my mindfulness and I'm done with it, and I'm like start to go downstairs to go have breakfast. I've been trying to put on a podcast again. Helps me so much with feeling empowered, with feeling capable, with feeling inspired, with feeling hopeful, with feeling like I can do it. Helps me just stay. It helps me kind of basically carry those thoughts and everything that I did in the morning throughout the day, if that makes sense, and like carry it into action, especially as I'm doing things of like getting started for the day of making my breakfast. It helps me like be in an active meditation in a way of like continuing to fuel those thoughts and like keep me on that trajectory for the day. And it also helps prevent me from getting on Instagram and scrolling into like doomsday because I'm someone, if I'm like scrolling on Instagram, there's no way I'm actually listening to what the podcast is saying. So in order for me to actually listen, I can't be on any social media, right? Like I can't open TikTok or whatever. So it also helps me so much with staying off Instagram as much as possible or social media. Like today it felt so good. I didn't go, I woke up at like eight and I didn't get on social media until like 10 30. And it's like, 
just revolutionary. You guys don't get me wrong. I love social media. I do. I've gotten so much inspiration from it. I've learned so much from it. So much of what I am today is because of social media. I've always loved social media. I'm just also huge on placing boundaries of how you're using it to use it correctly because with everything in life, there's good and bad and literally everything. And social media is something that really takes basically self-discipline and boundaries to be placed on it, to really have it be a self-serving space. So that is something that is huge. So I guess that's like kind of four and a half little daily non-negotiables. Um, take with that what you will, you know, use this as inspiration or you do it exactly as you want if you want to copy me with it. But I have to say the whole point with this is the, you have to, they're what the title says. They are daily non-negotiables, which means these are things that you're doing every single day without fail. You're not negotiating with your mind. You're not wondering like, oh, but maybe mm, I'll just do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll just journal for longer tomorrow. I'm like, no. Every single day, again, circling back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast episode, the little things that you're doing daily are what accumulate into the big things on the big scale. So you have to do these little, because it's also super easy to say, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, and then it runs away from you. Like you have to do, you have to do it today. You can't, it doesn't work like that where you compensate, overcompensate the next day. You really just have to stick with these things if you actually really want to see the beautiful, to reap the rewards of it, right? You have to tend to your flower every day to actually have it be a really prosperous flower. You kind of can't do it sometimes when you feel like it. You have to really show up every day. And I think that's what these daily non-negotiables are all about. They're just, you don't have to be perfect. They don't have to always be, like I said, 40 minute meditations or these huge things, but you have to at least show up, right? Do something, you know, not every day has to be lifting off 40 affirmations in the mirror. Maybe it's you listed off three affirmations in the mirror today. You still showed up, right? So that's the bigger bigger point with these things, but you have to actually do them. There's no gray area of maybe I have time today or whatever. You're, you're just doing them. And it's crazy because I do feel like it helps so much when you look at it that way, because it's like, it's your one job. I find we waste, you know, we waste more time. We get confused with our thoughts when we negotiate with our minds, when we think, should I go to the gym today? Should I not? Should I do this? It's like more exhausting. It's honestly so much simpler and more clear cut when it's like, I just have to put a check mark in this box today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like thinking it so simplistically helps so much with you just getting it done and showing up and not thinking too much about it. it helps so much with actually being consistent with it. So anyways, this episode was way longer than I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be a cutesy little 20 minute episode, which here we go. Story of my life. So for the affirmation I have, I follow through on the promises I make to myself. I felt like this is very fitting. I follow through on the promises I make to myself. One more time. I follow through on the promises I make to myself. Please, you guys, for all things good, make your non daily non-negotiables list. It's the beginning of a new month. We're truly starting the last quarter of the year. Also, side note, huge. Okay, how do you want to end this year? You know, you don't want to be looking back, you know, beginning of December, be like, damn, I really kind of not where I want to be. I guess I'll just ride out this last month and start over 2024. Try to soak up. There's so much that you can do in, in 90 days. There really is a lot that you can do. And it starts with what you're doing on the micro scale every day. And it starts even more with the thoughts that you're having for yourself, because that's what's directly dictating the actions that you're taking. So I really hope this hit home for you guys. And I really hope that you got some value out of this. I also am doing 
a little giveaway, which by the time this goes up, it's going to be ending the next day. So like I said, I'm recording this the first tomorrow, which is Monday, the second, which is when you guys are going to be having this go live. I am doing a little giveaway with EHP labs where all you have to do is put in a sticker order with me. This is like a thank you for just like how well the sticker launch has been. I just am so thankful for everyone that's ordered. And so this is my way of kind of doing a little thank you, essentially just making the launch more fun. So if you just put in a sticker order with me, you'll be placed, you'll have the um, chance to potentially win um, an EHP Labs product of your choice. So there's going to be two winners and I'm basically just going to do a random number picker Whatever the number spits out, I'm going to see who had that order number and they're going to have one in EHP Labs product of their choice. So basically from when you're listening to this from when this go live, you'll basically have until about the end of the day of October 2nd, give or take, or early morning, October 3rd. I'll probably pick winners the afternoon of October 3rd. Um, and then, yeah, so you have until then to put in your sticker order if you want to potentially win an EHP Labs product or if you just want a sticker from me. I have about a quarter of my stock left now. So just in case you, you know, just give you some perspective on that. And then also, um, if you are super interested in what we were talking about today, if you're really resonating with the podcast episodes lately, if you're someone who really loves to travel, if you're someone who's really looking to get out of your comfort zone, if you're someone who's wanting to really choose yourself and do something for you, if you're someone who is looking to meet new girlfriends and just really heal even your sister wound of really being, feeling what it takes, feeling what it feels like, excuse me, to actually be in a community of other girls that actually have the same intention to lift each other up, then I definitely would recommend looking into my Bali retreats. We recently had two more signups. So we have officially have 12 really amazing women coming on this retreat and I'm so excited for it. It's this coming May of 2024. All the information is down below in the show notes and in the description box. It will show you um, everything that we're doing in the itinerary, all the activities, all the workshops that I'm going to be hosting there right along with you guys, everything that's included in your ticket, all the places that we're going. I'm so excited. I've been feeling so called to Bali and I really am so excited for this magical experience. If you have any questions about it, you can always DM me on Instagram. I'd be happy to kind of go back and forth with you and, and basically hash out any questions or hesitations that you guys have. But I can promise you it's not something you will ever regret. And I promise it'll be a trip of a lifetime. I really can put some money on that. So thank you guys so, so much for watching or listening. I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Peace out.